magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, a spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and inner child healing teacher. And this is a podcast about using magic and energy work as we bravely embrace the full range of the human experience. Hello, everybody. Hey, here we are again. Here we are. We're here. Yep. Here we are. Here you are. Yeah, everybody's here. It's funny when I have, um, that just made me think that um, I often will have clients who know me from here and then it's weird for them when I'm talking to them. That happened the other day. They were like, it's funny that you're, that I'm hearing you talk to me now. <laughs> oh, yeah. In my ears. <laughs> I will say that since I've been doing more sessions now, Akasha Clearings, oh, it yeah. seems like pretty much every time people are like, well, you know, I listen to your podcast and yeah. So I know this and that about you. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that made him sound like they were like uh, criticizing you. Well, I listen to your podcast, so I know you're terrible. No, they're, not. they're not. They just like throw that in there. It's just It seems like it really is uh, many, many of my Akashic yes. Clearing clients. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hello, everybody. Um. So anyway, we did have a guest today. But unfortunately, there were a lot of technical difficulties, so um, unfortunately, we can't have that wonderful guest, but she'll come back. Yeah, so instead, we're, we have a question that we will answer. That's right. Um, oh, but that brings us to one thing. We actually didn't discuss a theme, but let's just say next week, we will be answering questions again, so send them in if you want us to answer them, I guess, about anything. Well, we or could do you... sleep and dream magic or just oh, sleep yeah. and dreams. If you and... have any questions about that, go ahead. Yep. But as uh, you know, if you send in a question that isn't about that, we also are likely to answer it. So. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> um, in two weeks, we're going to be having a menopause and intuitive eating coach. Yay. Really? Yeah. That so fun. that'll be. She does both. And she combines them. So, yeah, I'm excited to talk to her. So even if you aren't menopausal, it'll still be interesting because she uses a lot of intuitive eating. And if you're into that, great. Yeah. And a lot of you who aren't menopausal will be at some point. A lot of you will. Yeah. Not all of you. Some of you no. already went through it. Some of you won't ever go through it. But many mm -hmm. of you will at some point and probably not in too long of a time. Hmm. Too long of a time. Know. Could <laughs> well, be decades. Could, I guess it could be decades. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, um. What was I going to say? Oh, should we talk about our cards and the energy report from last week to see yeah. how it infused our week? How it informed. infused our week? Infused, infused and informed. Yep, both. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Yeah, so I drew last week Black Eyed Susan, which was get grounded. And you drew Rhodonite, which was mm. harmony in relationships. Mm. How did you feel? And the energy report was about clearing off old patterns in a fell swoop. Oh, man. Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> did that, does that describe? <laughs> These days now, again, that I'm really aware of the energy report, it does feel like it's really been happening. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, for I'm sure more aware does. of that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. did did that happen for? Oh, you wanted, oh, oh boy! Can you yeah. tell us why? <laughs> Your hair so, is blue at the end. I just noticed. What? Yeah, was it's that been blue last at the week end too? And the week before, but it oh, was I, at first. It was so dark that it looked kind of okay. like blackish, maybe on Zoom. But it's kind of fading so. now. It's. I love it. Thanks. Me too. Yeah. And then the gray, I've been putting purple and pink on. So it's like this lavender silver. It's very fun. Yeah. I'm, I I'm love really it. enjoying it. Um, but anyway, so yeah. Oh, man. This was an intense and wonderful and sad <gasps> and great week for me. Because oh, my God. I told Tell you me. already this. Oh, I don't remember. About how. I called my mom, even though I haven't oh. spoken to her for so long. I haven't spoken to her for like f- uh, six, seven years because oh my God. I forgot that was this week. That was yeah. this week. It was Holy the shit. weekend right after we recorded the podcast. Oh, right. Yeah, and so yeah. she because remember everybody. I you might remember I set a boundary with her because she didn't want to talk about. My abuse and her husband at the time who abused me, she just was like, no, it's not. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk to you about that. Mm. So I was like, And she said that in therapy, right? Yeah. She didn't want to talk to – she was very angry with me, actually, for talking about it in front of a therapist because she felt embarrassed and put on the spot. Yeah. So that was hard, but it was like, okay, that's a boundary that I'm going to set because I don't, I don't want to still, because it was like, you know, be, she, we all have to be in her world of her pain and her yes. problems, but you know, she doesn't want to be in anyone else's world of that. <laughs> it's like not. Which, yeah. Which is a very common trait for people who have narcissistic personality right, yeah. disorder that are not treating it or want to look at it. Right. Yeah. And so, but I heard that she was going through a really hard time, heard from my brother. So I thought I would call and just check on her, see if she needed anything. And it was, she was very, not very nice to me at all. You were met with sarcasm from the beginning, right? Well, yeah. And a story that she, oh, you know, I'm not supposed to be talking to you because you told me not to talk to you unless we did things your way. (laughs) Oh, did she say it like that? Yeah, she said, oh, like, she, I was like, hi, mom. And she was like, hello, who's this? I mean, it was just right uh, away, like, oh, I'm not supposed to be talking to you. It's like, oh, so uh, that's your story. Your story is that I drew a boundary with you because, uh, not boundary, but a, yeah, like an yeah. ultimatum. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. it was very, and then, because I, I, I do love my mom. I still feel love for her. And of so course. I told her I loved her and she just said, goodbye, dear. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, God. my God. I thought when you said it over text, I was like, oh, I could hear my mom being like, oh, I'm not supposed to be talking to you. Oh, that's how she said it. Yeah, my mom that's how like, my mom would have been like. I'm not supposed to be talking to you. So this is. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's like all the guilt. and right. that. Yeah, that's so interesting. It's a yeah. different like Catholic. The Catholic sound. Oh, yeah. Catholic guilt. Catholic guilt. This, this is, Catholic is Jewish guilt. guilt. <laughs> the way my mom would have said it. <laughs> it's <laughs> so just a different accent. Oh! Not supposed to be talking to you, apparently, unless I changed. Yeah. Unless I did something. Right. Yeah, no, my mom is like, I'm just suffering over here because. So anyway, it was like, but it was really great, actually, for me. I mean, it was very painful, but what was great was that I was like, I just was remembering. I mean, I felt the sadness of how it used to just be. Oh, I have to get roped into what a bad person I am and yes. how like I've injured you. And then I have to cry and grovel. And uh, this is her whole thing with everybody. Yeah. And so, um, but the biggest sin is not doing that. 
And that's what I, I just was like, hey, okay, like, well, I'm calling because I heard this and I want to see how you're doing. And it's like, I know that even though that's all I did and said that it's like, she's just fuming like that. Oh, I did the worst wow. possible thing. Because you didn't play in. into Because I didn't go, oh, she mom, wanted. yes, I'm so sorry. I just, you're yeah, right. I I, yeah, I made a mistake. I should have let you not talk about my problems ever (laughs) my abuse at the hands of your husband right yeah just been silent about that because that hurts your feelings so yeah you know anyway so but I so I felt like just aware of that whole thing felt felt very sad for my inner child my inner adolescent Mm. I just like cried Mm. and felt there kind of like held them and felt that pain of that but I was like able to be like that isn't I don't need to feel the loathing of that the self-loathing that she wants me to feel that she always got me to eventually feel it's like I'm not doing that anymore and so it was just it was really healing and it was also validating because I think over time sometimes I'm like oh you know is it really I don't know is that bad yeah kind of faded like am I am I really kind of being a bad daughter and just ignore and then I was like no this is not okay like you can't treat me like that I have feelings too so but I know she is in going through a rough time but um like my dad said who is a funeral director in a small town he said when people are going through challenges they become more like themselves (laughs) Mm, that's interesting I know do do you think he means more like their bad patterning well like if you like if that's her true self yeah like that's gonna be there where if you're going through a challenge in and you have your personality is more loving and inclusive that you might then think hey how are you doing you're a human too (laughs) Mm, I (laughs) feel like what he's really saying what he's really seeing is that when people are triggered he probably sees them when they're triggered so he's seeing all of their patterning not their true self their true self is their compassionate oh totally I know that's you're right that's probably a better way to describe it yeah, they're all in their triggered state. But um, shoot, I was going to say something about here. Oh, you know, it's really weird. And you'll talk about this, but you wouldn't know this because you don't follow anybody on Instagram anymore. Except, <laughs> But I literally just posted today and I wasn't even thinking about that a reel about how people who say like there's a lot of there's a lot of rhetoric in our society about like, well, she's family. He's yeah. family. They're fa- so you really should. It's right. like you should stay with them. And it's like, what? what? Because they're family, I'm supposed to put up with abuse and boundary violations and toxic behavior? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I saw that actually right before oh, you I did. unfollowed you this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I commented on it and said, this is like you're speaking directly to me because... Oh, I didn't see it. Maybe you should f- just follow me <laughs> and only post on me and Tess. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, no, funny. no. And that too, I think that also is why it's validating to remember like, no, this is not a person that should be in my life. This is too yes. much toxicity yes. because it is like telling people, explaining to people yeah, I don't speak to my mom. It's that it like then I, f- I mean, it's not that hard to describe why I don't. You yeah, know? like you but, have a very, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much um, backlash against, and like, and that's not the word I really want, but it's still fitting, uh, especially with mothers. Like mm-hmm. mothers, I swear to God, like the, there's just so much. Um, 
what do I want to say? Like negativity associated with the whole role. Like you can't win for losing, as my mother used to say. You can't win for losing. That's how she would say it. But um, but really, like if you, it's like you, she's your mother. Like you right. can't cut her out. It's like, yeah, except if she's abused, then what? Like right. it's just you're always supposed to love a mother. Like, mm-hmm. no, that's not that's not healthy. And it's not fair to the victims. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that is linked to your sudden, I mean, I know you have a, like, also a real reason why you unfollowed everybody on Instagram, but it also kind of feels like a power move, like taking your power back because you hated social media so much and, and it feels like related, like, you know what? I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because also Instagram is, does seem abusive to me (laughs) because they are like what they're doing. I mean, I got angry. I I am so angry that they're, they're doing this thing where when there are scammer accounts for metaphysical public people that are literally getting money from my followers and other people's followers, your followers, when they Mm. scam, they use our face, they use our content, they use our names, and then we report them and Instagram does nothing. And like Instagram yeah, and won't even facts, say, say, yeah, we reviewed it and they're not violating any, any of our rules. So yeah. there's nothing you could do. And so that started to be to me, like, like I tweeted about it and I listed, I have tagged a number of uh, Instagram employees mm. and the chief privacy officer of mm. Meta. They're ignoring it. I mean, I'm, I, I explained mm-hmm. everything that's happening. I attached screenshots of the mm. rejection. Anyway, it just started to be like, why am I supporting this company? And I mm. wanted to just get off of Instagram. Instagram completely but it's like then the scamming accounts might be even worse also what's another option for connecting with people and promoting my work and so it did just I I was like that everybody's giving all this energy to this company that has no conscience and it felt bad that's smart yeah I mean it is like they it is a tough situation because you know, we do want, or I'll just be like, I want to connect with people. I like a lot of, you never did, but I enjoy a lot of Instagram because like I only follow people that I like and then I feel inspired by and I enjoy a lot of it. But I also, there is just such a toxic element to it. Yeah. So you decided to unfollow everybody. That way people would know that if somebody contacts if they follow somebody, a scam account, follow somebody, they can know it's not you, really. Like, I just, yeah, I want it to be, I mean, at least I can say, yeah, I never follow anybody. I will never follow you. I will never direct message you. And I yeah. think on all, I'm going to try also on all my posts, putting a little tag on the corner that says, I will never follow or DM you. Because then if they copy that content, Ooh, that's a good that. idea. But I mean, I mean this I is, do why do we have to do this? Like, why I is know. Instagram it's not terrible. doing this? It's yeah, and and, and so, it's really sad, like to have people contact me and be like, "Is this you?" Like, yeah. some. And by the way, I'll never call you love. I just don't talk like that. No, they all do that to these scam accounts. Hello, love, or yeah, um, not that I don't love you <laughs> or feel love for you, but it's just not I won't your call you love. Way. It's not my style. Um, I'll be more like, "Hey, Bash." Just kidding. Don't do that either. Um. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. And to see like, oh, like these, you know, people are like, oh, I had my friend's um, 15 year old, 16 year old daughter 
who we do follow each other. She's one of my kids, like best friends, and she loves witchcraft. She's like a baby witch. She's all into this. And this fucking scammer messaged her and she was really confused. Thankfully, like she asked her mom, their mom, they were like, is this really Natasha? And like they had to figure it out. And but like it's so sad. Well, and I mean, this is the company that has that has misused facial recognition software mm. in order to exploit us. And now they can't use facial recognition software to s- d- discover mm. that someone is stealing my face. Why? Yeah. Yeah, they can. They just yeah. don't want to. Well, yeah, like yeah. Temperance Aldrin, Alden, the author Temperance Alden, she's wild woman, wild woman witchcraft on Instagram. She said it's because their numbers look better when there's all these new accounts, even mm. if they're scam accounts. Because she said she gets like two or three a day, Ugh. these scam accounts. And so that's making Instagram look like, oh, look at all these new new accounts are being opened. So you should invest in Instagram. But then it's like, is that really sustainable? Like you want Instagram yeah. just to go to shit then just so that yeah. Your numbers look better. I, it's very. It bizarre. feels like it's on its way somewhere not good. Yeah, like I've been feeling more and more like. Eh. Although I do love making reels because it feels creative and fun to me. But yeah, I don't know. It's not great. Yeah. So that's why we're not there. I also we have gotten a few emails asking us why we aren't on Spotify. I've gotten DMs why we aren't on Spotify. Oh really? Yeah. I hope people. Um, we'll find us other places, but Spotify steals money from musicians and we just don't want to be there also because we don't want to sit at the same table as Joe Rogan. Well, I mean, it's not, if, if it was just a table with Joe Rogan and a lot of other podcasters, okay. But like yeah. they, they pay him a hundred million dollars, 200 million dollars, 200 million dollars. And then they pay their For musicians almost nothing. Yeah. And my husband is a musician and he's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. not okay. Yeah. 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 And um, also, this is the last thing I'll say about Joe Rogan, but like, I watched that Trevor Noah thing oh, said yeah. me, and it just was such gaslighting that I'm so familiar with what he did because, you know, he said that he went into this movie theater to see Land of the, uh, Planet of the Apes and he's like, and it was planet of the apes it was full of black people like he said that yeah and then later in his quote-unquote apology he said um i didn't call black people apes and he said and that wasn't a racist comment and then later he did say it was racist in his own before the the apology in the original one that trevor noah found yeah it was such gaslighting and yeah so we just don't yeah to be at a place where it's like and you know it's similar to Instagram because we're only hurting ourselves by not being on there. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to support it. Also, he said so much stuff about trans people, and we don't want to be somewhere where they're paying somebody to more than of all the other podcasters and all the other musicians. Yeah, n- nothing the musicians. Yeah, we don't want to support that. Yeah, so that's the last time I'll talk about that. Maybe. Who knows? Um, okay. <laughs> we don't really know that yet. We don't know. We can't say for sure what we're going to say. Um, Okie dokes. So just quickly in the name of Promosh, I just recorded this really fun, well, I think it's fun, trigger workshop. Um, it's free. It's for this um, 
rewilding virtual retreat. It's this um, membership called the rewilding, but they're just, um, but this is going to be free and it's going to be full of fun people like Britain is going to be on it. A friend of the show, astrologer, it's going to be great. So you can, um, it's, that's going to be in the end of March, but in the meantime, get on my wait list for my inner child healing. Cause I, um, Actually, I talk about that a lot in the workshop, too, and that's going to be starting at the beginning of April. So you can go to highestlighthealing.com to find out about that. And I want to mention that I am still doing Akasha Clearings and really having a lot of fun with them. Mm. These are um, sessions. They're about like an hour long, maybe a little more. And... Mm. I look for three patterns or programs that from this life or past lives, you never know what's going to come up, just whatever's going to most benefit you to clear. We find the patterns, we talk about them, we clear them, we kind of like shift your Akashic record. So it's it's a deep healing, it's an energy healing. Uh, a lot of times sort of psychic images come through. It's fascinating. I, I'm happy yeah. so much fun with it. So if you'd like to schedule, go to TessWhitehurst.com and then click on Akashic Clearing or you can go to the shop and then go to Sessions with Tess. And I'm also, speaking of sessions, offering Feng Shui over Zoom, which is also really exciting. I have my first one today, oh. actually. Yeah, I keep meaning to ask you about that. Oh, yeah, I we really can schedule that. that. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm so excited about that. Um, okie dokeskies. So I guess, um, we will go to, oh, by the way, yeah, if you want to, we would really appreciate if you could rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you find us, but Apple Podcasts, it's super helpful for people finding us. And, um, we post, I just posted our latest review on Instagram, the aforementioned, aforementioned, whatever, Instagram. Uh, well, um, but it just brings I, us so much matter. joy. It doesn't <laughs> matter. It brings us so much joy and happiness and also helps the show. So if you haven't already, we would really appreciate it if you would do that. Yes, um, thank you. Okay, so I'm going to um, read a question now. And if you want to ask us a question, please do. It You can call us at 828-333-7181. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe it's that's beautiful. my siren call to get, <laughs> to get people to call it. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat it, though. <laughs> I can't re repeat that. <laughs> Eight two eight three 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 seven one eight one. Okay, or email us magicmondaypodcast at gmail dot com, or go to our website magicmondaypodcast and hit ask a questioni. Maybe we should change it to say questioni. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is from. Sarah, who says, Hi, Tess and Natasha. My question is about aging. This Valentine's Day, I thought I'd be focused on romantic connection, but I realized at the end of the day that I really needed to pay attention to self-love and self-acceptance. That's very good awareness. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I can definitely feel my body aging, which I realize is kind of scary, not just aesthetically, but health stuff too. I'd love to know how you both conceive of aging and your body changing within your magical worldview and how to find acceptance with it. Isn't that the billion trillion dollar question? Yeah. Do you want, who do you want to go first? Uh, 
you. Oh, me. Okay. Well, you know, this is, I am definitely not healed with this. With, with the body part, I mean, it's scary. Like, for instance, I have high blood pressure now. And I don't know, it's scary to me. Like, I thought it was getting better. And then I went to the dentist and they took it and it was really high there, probably because I hate the dentist. Yeah. But still, it scared me more than I realized. Like, I felt... Um, you know, it's a core, obviously we're in a body and we, even though I'm like super connected to, um, other worlds and like myself after I'm not in this body, maybe too much connected, <laughs> like sometimes, and this is kind of, I hope this doesn't sound the wrong way. Cause I don't want to die. I'm so happy. I love my life, but I had this weird feeling a couple of weeks ago. Like I missed it. Like I missed my home. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, in the other, totally in my dimension and like just being there with that love. So I, even though I feel all of that, I still, it still feels scary, you know, for, to have your body acting differently in ways that you know, aren't, you know, could be life threatening at some point. So, I mean, when that happened to me, which actually was just a couple of days ago, I just, I, well, I talked to Brett and I realized when I was talking to him how scared I felt. Oh. So then I talked, like I felt panicked when I left the dentist that my, especially because I'm on blood pressure medicine. So oh, it yeah. felt like, oh, I'm treating this and it's still not working. It's the lowest dose though. That's probably why. Um, and also I know. <laughs> don't eat well oh. so I do need to do that I do need to eat better um but anyway um I you know what I did I just talked to my inner child who was really scared and basically her picture was like that she was getting abandoned that her mom had left the building and like she was alone and scared which mm. is like because it was like life is threatening oh my god I'm alone you know oh yeah so I soothed her and I talked to her and integrated that, had a lot of compassion, and it went away pretty quickly. Um, so I think it's just going to be a continual process of that. I, For me, it's not going to be death acceptance because, as I said, I love what's going on over there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I don't think, anyway, who's to say? Who's to say? I mean, my God, how can I say that? If, you know, maybe it will be eventually. But that's how I feel right now. As far as aesthetically, that for me is a big challenge. And I think it's different for everybody. For me, it's my face. <laughs> my body, I care less about. Like, I'm like, hmm, I don't love it. But I'm not, I mean, not my body. I'm saying, like, I don't love this whole process of, like, it's not fantastic, but I, I'm not, like, in self-hatred about it or mm. anything like that. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I have moments. There's times when I'm like, ugh, this sucks. Yeah. But I'm also very much aware that we are fucking programmed so deeply, and my mother, of course. And I'm sure so many people's mothers, even if they're good mothers, we're all, you know, susceptible to and really victim victims of a patriarchal society that's been telling us women that we need to be a very specific weight and image you know it's a racist view of what a woman should look like and, and also an age oh so ageist yeah. so racist just and like also every it always changes it's never enough and it's like this shrinking image but then also I don't know. You you know what it is. But 
the more we can detach from that, which is why I'm glad we're having this lady on in a couple of weeks, um, the more we can detach from that and just keep coming back to how do I feel. So that's what I've been trying to do. I'm not always, I, I, I'm not really successful a, a lot. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, with my body, it's more like, eh, but it's still not like, oh my God, yeah, this is me. This is perfect, you know. That it's hard for me. I have my own stuff too. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm talking so much, but I, I'll no. just say like my face and also my body. But for some reason, it was more my face. My mom. It was like the only thing I was good at to her. Yeah. Like she was jealous of my body, jealous of of what she thought was my beauty because it had to be everything was elevated to yeah. her. So I wasn't just pretty. I was beautiful. Oh, right, right. And I had to, like, oh, like she has a beautiful daughter, you know, like yeah. it's just like. No, yeah, I do know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With narcissists, it's like one or the other. It's not just like, oh, you look so beautiful or whatever. It's like, no, this is your, this is your, what you are. Right. Yeah. You're exceptional. You're the smartest. Yes. You're yes. the most beautiful. Yeah. 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 So totally. I wasn't the smartest to her. So I had to be the most. I had, there was right. something that she had to. So, yeah. So it's been, and it, and also as a Libra moon, I'm really aesthetically focused. Um. So I am obsessed with skincare. I love it brings me joy. Skincare does bring me joy. I will say that. Um I love doing it. I love the process. I love doing um everything that I do like you know I don't even know how to say it but gua sha gua sha I think is what it's called when oh, you gua sha like, gua sha that's it. When you like use this rose quartz thing to how like, did i know how the, to pronounce that i, I don't know <laughs> but it's so relaxing and like oh i love all of it but i'm also fucking hard on myself i mean i was just thinking before we were about to record i was like okay i'm 52 and it's it's really happening now i can see it it's all fun i look like an old lady now and so it's time for me to just accept this mm. so here i go i got to accept that i'm an old lady that's what i look like and why is that bad my husband loves me and finds me yeah. beautiful and attractive so who do i need to please besides i besides him i mean I wouldn't have to please him, but I'm happy I, that mm -hmm. I am pleasing right. to him. So, like, who cares? But somehow it's really, it's that old programming of, like, well, there goes your worth. Yeah. You know, so that's what I'm working on. I'm a work in progress if we could. I think I'm a work in progress. I was going to say if I could say that. Like, I'm of definitely progressing. I'm progressing. It's not just, like, staying at nothing. But it's, sorry if that's not the answer you want. Oh, and I think that was honest. I mean, me too. I feel like I go through phases. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's I feel one way. Uh, sometimes I feel another way. Um, I have been now for a few years reading books about menopause, and there are really fascinating things. I'm not. I haven't gone through menopause. I am going through it. I haven't like. I'm, me either. So yeah. Yeah, we're but in the. We're both in, in the process. But so yeah, that's the. Oh, I'll let you talk, but I just oh. want to say, I think that's the other thing. Like, I think my estrogen is finally getting lower. I think I'm noticing the effects of that. And that is like in our society, again, it's just linked with, well, you're washed up, you're done. So I have a lot of uncoupling to do. Oh, with that. yeah. Okay, I mean, and it's a change. Like that's what I, I actually lately I've been really thinking about. I mean, I, this is part of one of the phases I go through is 
the power of it and the magic of it. Like there's one book I read that talked about that it's reverse puberty, maybe more than mm. one. But also like uh, the way that our hormones change, we change so that we are less, from what I understand, less mm-hmm. – um, we we feel uh less like we have to keep the peace because mm. like when we're fertile we need to make sure that you know everybody's uh, yeah. happy and everybody's well fed and safe and harmony mm. is all and then as you shift into a different pattern with your hormones it's kind of less like that like it's not my job to make sure everybody's happy and Mm, (laughs) like mm -hmm. everybody loves me and there's a lot of power in that and I for over a year now I've been letting my gray hair grow out which there's quite a bit of it and Mm -hmm. I have been lately I mean I've now like I mentioned it's this lavender pinkish color but I'm I feel like there's something really fun about being this age. It, it, there's there's a power in it mm-hmm. that it feels really like for me right now, I'm tapping into how when I was younger, it was easier for me to objectify myself. Yes, me too. And now it's like I, I'm starting to feel because I remember when I was in high school, I was really it, I was very resistant for a while to the whole objectification thing, which I then mm. just surrendered to at some point and was like, okay, I, I hope the world thinks I'm pretty. <laughs> you know? yeah. But when I was in high school, I was really fighting it like I cut my hair all really short and I would wear baggy clothes and I was just I did too I didn't cut well actually I did cut my hair short I wore my dad's like oversized sweaters Mm -hmm. and bat yeah yeah and I remember wishing I were a man because I loved Jack Kerouac I Mm. loved Jim Morrison like the people Mm. I it wasn't just that I had a crush on them it was that I wanted to be like them and I think I didn't Mm. sense that there were females in our culture that had that were respected in the same way for their like seriousness you know what I mean like we seriously respect you as a human being like I didn't sense I felt more like women had had to be youthful and pretty in order to be yeah well I mean there were there are but oftentimes they're maligned like Gloria Steinem or something it's like well but she's a feminist like that's bad or yeah yeah. and there weren't there just there weren't artists that I saw that I I was like oh I want to be like that because maybe I don't know it just what I mean to say is now that I'm at this age, I'm sort of more taking myself seriously in that way. I mean, not overly seriously because I laugh at myself all the time, but yeah, that I, I just I feel like more dimensional. Like I'm not just like, oh, who am I? Oh, this, I, I'm however I look today. I'm like, yeah. there's so much more to me than Definitely. that. And it feels good. Yeah, that's true for me, too. I'm glad you pointed that out because that's the more positive side of things. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's weird because I don't have gray hair, but I think that if I, I mean, I have like a few gray hairs, but I, it does, I know you've expressed this too, like it worries me that I'm going to look like my mom when I do have gray hair and I don't like that. Yeah, I know. That was why I dyed my hair back because I let it grow out for a year and then I saw it from the back and I was like, that's my mom's head and I hated it. But I think it's helping me this, this time that I'm like as it grows out the part that's growing out still that's dyed I'm making it blue and then putting the purple because yeah, <laughs> my mom really never good. did anything like that I don't know right. just, I feel like my own person more yeah yeah so 
Well, those are all the positive. But do you feel like, are you looking at your face and are like, oh, it's. Well, some days, some days okay. I I have yeah. more of a, oh, wow, that's. Because th- there is also something fun about being youthful and beautiful and striking in a certain mm-hmm. like socially uh approved way (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and sometimes but then i also think oh well i had my turn everybody gets the same amount of time being every age yeah (laughs) i thought that too (laughs) but the thing is also it's like your turn you know that's the other thing it's so misogynistic because it's like why can't you so you have your turn though i mean it's right it's a different different but I'm saying it's like we've decided they've decided that this is beauty is this certain age. So you had your turn at it. Now it's over. But Instead of like there's beauty, there's midlife beauty, there's elderly beauty. But like men. Oh, my God. What were you going to say? Oh, just that it's shifting. I feel like it has yeah. shifted so much since we were young that there Definitely. now are beautiful women that are considered beautiful or actresses in shows that are considered yeah. beautiful that are older. When we were younger, we didn't have as many examples no. of that. Or maybe but we had zero. <laughs> zero. But it is like notable now, you know, like Pauline Por- Paulina Poroskovis or however you say your name. She is like not doing anything to her face and she's supposed to and it's like oh you're so brave because you're and look she's still beautiful like it's a but meanwhile like you know look at George Clooney he's mm-hmm. not doing shit to himself yet he's still gorgeous like we're all like oh he's gorgeous or like Brad Pitt yeah. I mean these beautiful you know it's I don't know it's changing but I, I thought Ted Lasso did a really good job of totally changing that paradigm what do you mean? What did he do? Oh, uh, well, the, I mean, not Ted Lasso himself, but the show. <laughs> uh, but why? <laughs> um, because of the character of Rebecca and how she was like so just so powerful and sexy to everybody. Um, yeah. Throughout both, yeah. Sh- both seasons. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I think that it's just going to be time and the more time it's and, you know, it is like giving your power away to some unknown to say like oh i'm only beautiful if the everybody agrees instead of like oh i feel beautiful or i feel good just because i agree yeah and you know i will also say there i've mentioned this before but there's a gathering i haven't been there for many years i think it might have changed but i went to a gathering for many years called the northern california women's herbal symposium oh yeah and mm-hmm. it's a hippie gathering in the woods mm-hmm. in Northern California with only women. And that really gave me a lot. I went for, I don't know how many times, 10, 12. Mm-hmm. And it shifted my uh, paradigm of female beauty because mm-hmm. it's a it's a celebration of the goddess and the women of all ages, of all sizes. You see them in nature for four mm-hmm. days it's like you're camping mm-hmm. and it's like by the end of the four days it was like the radiance and the beauty of every expression of every age of woman woman and every size of woman it was just so such a shit i mean especially having lived in la at that time it was like an oh, eight yeah. hour drive for me and it was so different and then after i would leave the symposium yeah. People would see me. They would be like, "Whoa!" I could tell that people could tell I was glowing in a yeah. different way because I felt internal beauty, not like 
that the all the external rules for how we're supposed to look in our commercialized culture because it's yeah. real like if you see it and yes. you feel it in yourself it does radiate out yeah i sometimes i trip out on like makeup like how i'll look at people where you know like i wear makeup you wear you know women wear makeup a lot of women wear makeup and sometimes i'll look at them on tv when it's like a woman and a man acting and i'm like this is so weird i know that I she has to literally yeah. paint her face mm-hmm. but he doesn't have to paint his face but she probably spent you know 45 minutes in a makeup chair like I mean painting her face too, but not that long he not does not long. spend that no. no no we're talking like maybe 10 15 minutes mm-hmm. depending on but no he is not spending that long I mean I remember when I was working on Twin Peaks and at the time Peggy Lipton she now I'm realizing she was probably like 40 something early 40s and I remember they were like oh yeah she has to get here really early mm-hmm. like an hour and a half they really have to work on her face oh like what like what what I mean she looks beautiful it's just so nuts it's very nuts yeah so anyway um yeah Tess you gave some inspiration I mean everything you said I do feel I guess I just don't tie it to beauty like I do feel that in reality, it doesn't take up much of my life at all. And I value everything about my life so much. And that was not true when I was younger and obsessed with it. Like, mm. you know. Yeah. And also, I and, think about yeah. sometimes it helps me because I in the, the town where I live is a very, very hippie town. I mean, high percentage of me hippies. too. So often I will see women who are. 20 30 years older than I am that are just so radiant their eyes are mm. shining they're wearing something <laughs> fabulously hippie you know maybe no mm. makeup at all but it's mm. their essence it's like oh what yeah. is what has that person been painting or <laughs> sculpting or yeah. singing like something really great like you could just feel it coming from them so I yeah. like to kind of remind myself of though that's what I'm going toward is like being yes, at definitely. all ages having just not beyond the the physical uh yeah. like rules but in in the the spiritual realm that kind of yeah thing. yeah i mean again i don't think about it so i think that's also helpful like the amount of time spent thinking about it is probably good to keep it not at a large amount mm. um yeah, i do liberating re- yeah i do remember one time when i was um living with my boy i was like 20 maybe I was 19 and that was a time when I was so hard on myself on my face I picked at my face it was very harsh I was so like had so much unhealed trauma at that point and I had done a meditation an Orin and Sinea meditation where I was filled up with light I just was like filling up with light for like 15 minutes but I also had just picked my face before that like was picking at it and like I didn't want my my boyfriend came in I didn't want him to see me but then he was like my god you look so beautiful and I was like what no and then he was like oh like it was like but like he it was the light like it was because I had just spent 15 minutes just immersed in light yeah so it really is just this you know external thing as we all know okay thanks for your question and we look forward to more next time okie dokie and now it's time for 
The energy report. Okay. So here we are in the energy report. Let me tell you something, y'all. So the energy report is the energy I'm feeling into for the week ahead. Um, I got to tell you, when I felt into this energy, I was like, oh, wow, this is good. Mm. Like, it was like, um, how do I put this? It's like this warm bubble of love and joy and heart connection. Mm. It feels like it's coming from the universe in this bubble, like like almost like a space. What do they call those? Um, <laughs> you know those things in the sky that was it only in California? The, what? Not those little two. The things. <laughs> do you not remember those space tubes? Space that, tubes in the sky in California. <laughs> No, I don't remember. Aw, <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> like at where? Like at uh, an amusement park? I mean, like I haven't seen them, I'm realizing, since I was a kid in California. No, it was not an amusement park. They would, it, look, this is so unimportant, the exact image. I'm going to find out what it was. It was but like, like what a, was it? Was it for something you do for fun? <laughs> no. We, you we do, couldn't, we couldn't be it? in it. We couldn't be in it. It was not. It was the government's, I think. Oh, weather balloons? <laughs> no. Not a weather. It was from the <laughs> something the government put in the sky. <laughs> I feel like we should delete all of this because it's getting away from the point and I don't know what it is. And I'm already feeling self-conscious about the last question answering. Okay, I don't know what it is, but I can see it, and it's it's. But doesn't matter because what's happening this week is we're being asked to embrace the joy, and it's an easy energy, Ooh. like it's a really loving, bubbling, easy, like bubbly, but also just like gentle at the same time. It kind of feels very warm to me, like if I had a grandmother who loved me. <laughs> oh this is so sad (laughs) i know i didn't mean it to be okay it's okay it's okay but it's that kind of feeling of like the stereotypical loving grandmother who like bakes warm cookies Mm. and then you come in the room and you're like oh i feel so loved and held in this night and and there's cookies too so that's what the energy feels like to me and so here's the part of it though there can be a feeling there's two ways two things to be aware of with this energy one just feel that you're grounded because it can also like kind of take you like it could be i'm realizing now that it is pisces season so it can be like oh like how I get when I start meditating and I don't want to come back down. Oh, right. There could be a little bit of a like, ah, like not groundedness. Like I'm just going to float away over here in this space bubble to be determined. And so just being aware of like, oh, am I also in my body? Yes. Okay. And the other thing is how much do you allow enjoy? Like, is there a part of you that like, could you enjoy the easiness of it basically? Could you just let yourself be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go for a walk. I want to go for a walk. And this feels so good on this walk as opposed to like, oh, I should be doing work. Oh, uh, this isn't productive, though. I need to da 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 So the way to make the most of it is to just it really just allow it to be there and 
increase your capacity for joy. As I'm saying this, I'm really feeling like this is a gift, like along the lines of last week, it was like, okay, we're going to clear out a whole bunch of old patterning that doesn't work to reveal that underbelly. And now here's some joy to increase that you-ness in that mm-hmm. underbelly. Like here, okay, you want more of you in the world. Here's joy to allow it to happen. Mm-hmm. And that is productive if you, you know, in itself, but we don't have to make everything productive. And yet it is. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like by just being you and like taking a bubble bath or going on a walk or laughing with your friends or enjoying a movie, like that's all part of increasing more of who you are. Yeah. So allowing that as much as you can, increasing your amount of joy expands more of who you are. I just got that information. I love it. It's so true. Because mm-hmm. joy is opening the heart. It's not happiness. It's sometimes happiness is part mm. of joy, but sometimes it's also grief. But it's just that flowing connection. Yes. Heart opening. That's right. It allows you to be more of who you are because it's, yeah, that heart opening. And I'm really seeing that heart opening very wide and like it's very exciting. I and feel fun. it. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So that's really what it is. You know? Okay. Okay, what well, it is, what it is. Okay. Okay. So now, <laughs> now it's time for practical magic. So, uh, so when I tuned in, so the moon is waning and also we are now in Pisces season, which for me uniquely, I don't know how many other people have this, but I do notice that when the moon's in Pisces, I often want to clean, like, and I want to clean in detail. <laughs> I'm laughing because you, first always, of all, kind of always want to clean. Always. And you're wearing a Virgo shirt. Oh, right. As you're <laughs> saying this, opposite. which is the opposite. I don't yeah. know if that's why. If it's like because of it's the polarity and I'm like, ooh, you know what's going to go <laughs> really well with this like like there's something something complimentary to it oh my god I don't doubt you one teeny bit and I'm like I would love to somehow go back on our years of the show and get a clip for I don't know when the moon's in cancer I just want to (laughs) clean no it is really no I know I know I know I'm joking (laughs) but um I mean it can happen anytime of course for me but that is real I didn't even think of that but Mm -hmm. I was tuning into simplifying clearing cleansing shielding and protecting but it is there Mm. is a gentleness to it but maybe it is kind of like being in when you're talking about the energy report like being Mm -hmm. in that sweetness that joy and then letting that kind of inform your authenticity like what feels authentic to me I think Mm -hmm, maybe also mm -hmm. I'm feeling like the joy of being like, I don't want to scroll on Instagram. I'm unfollowing yes. everybody yes. <laughs> as an example. Totally. I see that. Yeah. So so things, ways you can simplify. I'm going to also, I think, I just clean up anything, any digital stuff that is draining me or that I don't need to have. I'm going to be deleting it, letting it go. But also... Um, Doing stuff like space clearing, that can help you align with that energy of harmony and joy um, and calling on angels or divinities or just God, goddess, all that is, or light to fill your home, shield your home, fill you. You could do uh, chakra clearing, magical hygiene in general, cleansing the aura, shielding the aura, and letting go of 
codependent patterns that was something I was thinking of it's just that I mean that's is more of what I'm talking about with my mom which was that waxy yeah. stuff we were you were talking about oh, in the yes. energy report like heavy stuff but then now it feels like since that heavy stuff did get cleared just the little details of how to clean up your energy yeah. based on that. You, you're I feeling can totally, it? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, you're right. The more you clear out, the more then your authenticity comes through. What you really, you can enjoy that you can feel like, how do I want to express my joy? How do I want? It's more clear. Yeah. There's, there's space not clutter around. Yeah. 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 And then when you consciously release the things like, oh, this used to. This item used to resonate with me. I used to like it. And now I it doesn't do it for me anymore. So I'm going to get rid of it. It's like every time you do something like that, it helps you to feel more like yourself. Mm-hmm. And then it creates space for you to choose the things that do resonate with you, that do feel true for you. So letting go of unwanted old cords of attachment, old patterns of fear or... Um, obligation or guilt just all of that letting go of it and it it definitely I didn't put this in my notes but Mm -hmm. after the energy report it it I do see that when I tune into that it does feel like a gentle kind of process not like a Mm, harsh yeah just get it all out of there it's not like that it's like oh now that I'm in this space and I can tune into this current of who I am and and my heart being open, like what is in alignment with me and what isn't and how can I just clear shields, bless my energy, my home's energy. It's kind yeah. of what I'm seeing. Great. All right. Well, <clears throat> before we pick our cards, you can know that you can find us at magicmoneypodcast.com. We are on Instagram at magicmoneypodcast.com. Um, Magic Monday Podcast listeners on Facebook and Magic Monday Podcast on there as well. And uh, oh, we send out Tess sends out a newsletter every week, and I send one out every month. If you want to get on the newsletter, you can go to our page, and you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. You can schedule a reading with me on there or whatever else is on there. Whatever else you find there. What else? I love. It's going to be so. I love my new website that Brett's building. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. So yeah, and where can they find you? You can find me at testwhitehurst.com. That's where you can schedule an Akashic Clearing or a Feng Shui consultation and find lots of free stuff: free Feng Shui advice, free guided meditations. Um, spells, rituals, inspiration. You can also find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. Okay. So what are you drawing from today? Today I I just decided to do the Crystal Spirit Oracle again. Okay. Because it was still on my desk because I didn't clear that clutter. Um... And guess what it means? Essential meaning, joyful expressiveness, <gasps> exuberance, and happiness, letting go of any and all negativity. <gasps> wow, what's the it? crystal? C- citrine. Oh, citrine. Nice. Yeah, I'll take a pick, but look at it for you. Ah. Okay, now is the time for you to be you and to experience the tremendous joy available to you. 
Woohoo! Now I said that. <clears throat> I needed okay. to cheer that. That was <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. With all of the hard work you do to overcome your old patterns, I can't believe this. It's just like, can I tell you this keeps happening? By the way, in my life over the last few days, just like exact like repeating pattern like you know I just the magic is strong right now yeah I I am feeling that and my friend Stephanie also we were talking about that too yeah it's wild (laughs) (laughs) hi Stephanie (laughs) um like literally I just want to say this real quick I um I my friend was telling me this story of something that happened. I'm trying to say this without revealing anyway. Way. And then my other friend told me about a dream she had that it the exact same thing had mm-hmm. happened in the story. And it's like, well, I guess I'm really supposed to hear this. And things like that keep happening. Okay. Yeah. With all of the hard work you do to overcome your old patterns, heal the wounds of the past and forgive yourself and others as you walk the healing path, you might find that you've forgotten how to just have fun and laugh. Be happy today. Citrine Spirit is here to amplify the joy in your life. So feel and express it as if you are broadcasting it to the entire planet because you are. However serious life may feel, the conscious universe really wants all of us to have fun. So you are doing important work when you exuberantly share your joy with the world. Oh my God. Yeah. Exactly what I was saying yes, about this. It's not it's, productive, but it's, it's productive. Yeah. Make time for your pure playfulness and joy today. Wow. Okay. Yeah, well, so mine is totally in alignment with what we were talking about, too, unsurprisingly, and that Mm -hmm. is clover, which is gentle strength. Mm. So it's about knowing that your strength doesn't have to feel forced or extreme, that it could just be this gentle, radiant flow. Yeah. So... um, I'm going to read this one paragraph. After taking a moment to relax and clear your mind, get very clear on what feels right to you, what you'd like to experience and what you wouldn't like to experience. Then realize, Mm. believe, and affirm that your authentic desire is simply a picture of what is already so in the place beyond time. From this grounded trust in the integrity of your desire, move forward. This may entail speaking up or staying silent, taking action or lying low. It will not entail hurrying, worrying, forcing the ego's agenda, or acting out of desperation in any way. The bottom line is that once you align yourself deeply with the harmonic resonance of your divine source, you will know just what to do. I love it. This is great. The message is clear, y'all. Yep. Tune in. Go forth and be happy. Yeah. Tune in and feel it. And let go of what is not in alignment with that flow of your authentic harmony and joy. But with peace, yeah. with confidence, it's easy. You have yeah, that strength. Easy. Yeah, you can just let it happen. All right. Thanks, everybody. We love you. I feel so loved and held. And there's cookies, too.